Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast Awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me again for another episode. We are now in the month of February, the month of love. I was thinking, what could I talk about this month that maybe I have had a little trouble loving? Because it's not always rainbows and hearts and butterflies. When you are trying to organize and style your house, sometimes you run into purchases that were not really what you hoped they would be. Sometimes you put some things in place that you're just not quite sure about, and you don't know if you need to abandon that plan and figure out something else. So I thought, you know, how could we actually reframe some of the thoughts and feelings that might be a little negative and make them more positive. So instead of feeling like, oh, I really don't love this choice, I don't want to suggest that you settle because obviously your home is a reflection of you and it should really show people when they walk in the door what type of person you are and what your style is, what's the style of your family. And so I wanted to talk a little bit today about how we could actually take some of the things that are in our home that maybe are not our favorite things and reframe it and also just figure out a way to live with it. 
Again, not settling. There's a difference. I want to talk a little bit about today how I have found that I can live with some of the things that I've put in place and then also appreciate how I'm going to spend some time with it, living with it. And when the time is right or the financial situation is right, then I could change it. So let's talk about some of those things that maybe we've put in place. Um, I can even tell you that this isn't just for me, but sometimes I've put things in place for my clients after they've suggested, oh, I really like this. I saw it on Pinterest. I want my house to look like that or my pantry to look like that or my closet to look like that. Uh, And then whenever we do it, They kind of have to just make sure that it's working with the style of their home, their family. I will tell you that I will certainly ask those questions before we get started just to make sure they don't just see a picture of something. And then I say, you know, you might want to consider doing it like this based on the ages of your kids or the style of your home or perhaps, you know, and then I just offer up some of those suggestions just to make sure before we get started that it is something that they really are wanting and it's going to work for them. But I definitely have had this happen in my own home as well. And so I just wanted to share some examples and how I have kind of lived with some of the things I've put in place, even if they're temporary. And then also, I've talked with my clients about just living with something for a little bit to see if it's working or if we need to tweak it. And it's okay, by the way, if you do. So one of the things you want to consider is the financial possibility right now. Are you actually in a place where it doesn't make sense to possibly get something that you know you're going to love and enjoy in the future because it is just going to be the absolute perfect thing to fit in your space or with your style? Or is it one of those things that because financially it makes sense to wait, you could do something temporarily and live with that option for now. And with the fact that January and a new year is upon us, I think a lot of times people start talking about gratitude a lot more and remembering what you're grateful for to really sort of go into the new year feeling grateful feeling thankful for what you have. I think it sort of kicks off in November around Thanksgiving time. You start thinking more and more about that. Everybody goes around the table and you talk about what you're grateful for. And then the holidays come. There's a bit of chaos, a bit of fun, a bit of new stuff entering the picture. And you might be in a situation where you're like, okay, we need to rework some things, some things that we were living with over the holidays, but now we really need that fresh start. So with this idea of gratitude for what you do have, and also taking into consideration, it's a new year. And if something hasn't worked for you, let's figure out how you're going to live with the temporary solution. Or you are going to love what it is you actually do have because you're going to reframe that. Or you're going to start putting things in place that will lead to eventually the things that you do want to see in your space. So uh, a lot of different setup for that, that uh, let's see if we can go through and kind of break down. So I can remember when I was working with my family in Tennessee, uh, just my mom and dad, my brothers have long moved out and they're all grown up and married now. 
So I talked with my parents about how we typically come back and we stay for a good amount of time in the summer and then sometimes even a couple of weeks in the winter. And so I thought I really want this space to work well for us because upstairs, my family and I are using that space almost like as an upstairs apartment, even though it is a lovely home. And downstairs, my parents have spent more time and money and effort on doing some upgrades down there. But the upstairs for a while was just feeling dated. It was feeling forgotten because my brothers didn't live at home anymore. I am seven and 11 years older than my brother. So I had long moved out. In fact, the home that they're in right now is actually a home that I had to get directions to when I was in college to come home. Because when I was in college, I was packing up to go to college. I wasn't just packing to go to college, but I was packing my whole entire room up because they were going to move while I was away my freshman year at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Go Vols. So I actually had to call them for Thanksgiving. It was the first time I was coming back home and say, where is our new home? (laughs) I need the new address. And so honestly, this was a house that I had kind of felt like a guest in for the years that I would go back and visit, whether a college kid, whether out of college and a young adult or coming back with my family. And I just, I talked to my parents, specifically my mom, because my dad sometimes does not want to invest in things in the home that he's not necessarily living in, but he's coming around, let me tell you. So my mom and I talked about how we could make the space work for us better upstairs, also have some great resale value in case they decided they did want to move and sell that home. And so we decided to do a fresh coat of paint. That's an easy thing. So that's something that we worked on that wasn't terribly expensive. We also redid some carpeting that was up there when my brother lived there. He had a dog and I have such bad allergies to pets that I was really struggling upstairs because it, even though it was very clean, it was a clean space. My brothers were great when they lived up in those upstairs bedrooms, but I was really sensitive to the fact that there was this one particular room, which the kids and I spent a lot of time in and I was constantly sneezing. And so we pulled out that carpet and had new carpeting laid and we decided to go with a lighter and brighter color. These were things that what had worked for them in the past wasn't something they decided to live with anymore. There were just certain non-negotiables. The fact that I couldn't breathe felt a little non-negotiable. It was time for us to make sure that we were putting in new carpeting. They had laid hardwood floors throughout already their home and uh, even on the stairs and even in those other upstairs bedrooms. And so that was great. So that wasn't an issue. It was just that one particular room. And it was just one of those things we couldn't live with anymore. So things like that, we decided to switch up slowly, but surely we decided to replace some of the furniture, but a lot of the furniture was still functioning well. Bed frames, for example, those were great. They may not be the very first choice that we would have chosen once my brothers had moved out if they were getting all new furniture, but we decided we're going to live with it for a little bit. And we're going to see with these new changes that we're making, like the paint, like the carpeting, like adding in a new, lovely, soft, cozy couch. We decided that we were going to live with some of the other furniture that was already there and see if they would sort of have almost like a new life 
once some of those other surrounding items got brought in. Now, another thing that we just, it was non-negotiable. We needed to get some new stuff. It was kind of mismatched. It wasn't now matching the new carpeting and wall color and the new couch that we brought in. And so we decided that we were going to do new bedding. So we got new bedding, actually just got it from Target. It was not expensive, but it was very simple and basic and beautiful. And it looked great in this space. And it was something that we put in three different bedrooms. One of the things that we wanted to stick with is the nursery area, because like I said, us grown up kids weren't living up there anymore. And so we decided to keep one of the bedrooms as a nursery because new grandbabies were being born. And so we wanted to make sure that there was a space for them. So that's one of the things that now we're going to have to be talking about because my Duke has been staying in that room and we literally are taking, this is one of the things we had to live with because we weren't there all the time, but the grandbabies are there more often than us. So we kept a changing table and a crib in there. And what we would do is when Duke would be in that room, we would actually take out the crib mattress. And so that way he wasn't bound by the crib frame. And we actually did this really fun tent that would totally just go up over the top of where his head would lay on the pillow. So it looks like a much more grown up big boy bed. And so he would have this cool tent. He would lay in it. We'd have lots of extra pillows. And it was almost like having a really fun sleepover the whole time that we would stay there. But guess what's happening? He is growing like a weed. (laughs) So we're not going to be able to live with this situation much longer. Thankfully, he's been such a good sport and he totally loves it. We also put in this Target rug that we found. It's like a shag rug underneath. And so he kind of felt like it was an extension of this mattress. We would set it down on top of it. And it almost looked like the mattress was so huge because of this nice, cozy shag rug that was underneath it. So obviously these were temporary solutions that made sense because we were going to stay with the grandparents, right? This wasn't like his actual room that he was staying in all the time. So we made the choice to live with what we had. And now that that temporary solution really worked well for a while, we're going to start thinking about what comes next. So I will keep you in the loop about that. I do want to mention that if you want to see any of these changes that unfolded before our very eyes over the course of a summer that I was there and did some of these fun updates, you can head over to YouTube and look up my channel. If you want to go to youtube.com backslash Paige Killian, you'll find it there. Or you can search Paige Killian on YouTube. That should pull it up. Or you could actually just uh, type in Mom's Organization Motivation. It's just like the podcast, but it's the YouTube channel. So if you want to go check that out and see how that turned out, you can find it. It's talking all about doing a reno on a budget. And again, it was an option for us to live with some of the things that we did have, even some that were temporary solutions, but then also decide while we were very grateful for what we had in the past, some of it we just needed to change up. So it's really fun to watch those transformations. So I hope you'll head over to YouTube and find Mom's Organization Motivation there and look back at some of those earlier videos. Those were a lot of fun to work on. Okay. 
The next thing is I want to talk about pantry. And I also want to talk about something. If this video makes it on YouTube, you can see, or if any of my other ones that I've done recently, you can see that I actually have a rug over here that I have placed in my bedroom that I am living with for a little bit, for a couple of weeks. I'm trying to decide if I like it or not, because what's happened is since we moved in our new house at the very end of 2020, one of the first things I wanted to do, because it's all hardwoods throughout upstairs and down, especially because I have a podcast and a lot of the videos that I record for YouTube, it really, the sound bounces all over the place if I don't have something to absorb the sound. And so one of the first things that I thought with my big, tall ceilings, and these much more open spaces than we ever had at our last places, I needed to get some functioning rugs that we loved. Well, I really didn't find what I loved. I was having to live with some of the options that we had from our old house. I didn't really love them, but I was grateful for them. And they were a temporary solution until I could find not only what I wanted that worked in the new space, it needed to be both form and function because the form was obviously wanting it to be beautiful, match our current space. And the function was that it was going to absorb some of that sound. Even when I'm not recording a podcast episode, we were finding that everything was just echoing throughout our house, no matter what room you were in upstairs or down. And it was getting a little bit annoying. Not to mention like lovely little cozy factor, right? When you've got rugs, if you've got all hardwoods, uh, it's nice to have that cozy factor of that fabric. It's also nice to just define the space by framing out your bed or your living room couch or your dining room. These were spaces that I really wanted to make sure that I placed some of these rugs so that they were going to define the space. Another area that we used a rug from our old house, but it's just not working anymore is under my son's bed. So I had a couple of new rugs delivered. I just ordered them on Amazon because I wanted them to be delivered to me. I didn't want to pay a ton. Again, that's that factor of financial ability. Because when we moved in at the end of 2020, we were actually sinking most of our money into buying the house. We decided that we were going to hold on to a lot of the furniture we already had. We also held on to a lot of the rugs that we already had, but they really just weren't ideal. So we lived with it for a little while and those worked and we were grateful and financially it made sense for us to make do with what we already had. And then now that it's beginning of 2023, I decided right before the holidays that I was going to make some changes. So I ordered some of these rugs. Some of them came, loved them instantly, was able to find an awesome rug on Amazon that we placed under our couch. And come to think of it, I'm going to make mention right now that when we first moved in our couch, I was convinced there was no way it was going to fit in our new living room space. That was a quarter maybe half the size, but it feels like even less than our old living room was at our old place. But we also had this amazing open concept where we had this sitting room that was off of it. And so I was like, okay, well, we don't have those big, this big gigantic living room that we had in our last place because we have these two separate rooms, but then they have the pass through that you could see each other. But my giant couch, I was really concerned wasn't going to fit. And you know what? 
We decided to live with it and now we love it in that space. It was not ideal. It really is a little bit too big, but it is the big comfy couch that lots of our family and friends have come over and crashed on and we love it. So I'm really glad that we did not decide to get rid of that and purchase a big new couch. I mean, couches can be really expensive. Also, at first, I remember thinking, oh, we had this old green couch. It was like a love seat with an ottoman. I didn't really love it anymore. We had had it since we got married. We're going on 17 years of marriage this summer. And I just thought, I am so done with this couch. It's been around our whole marriage. Like, I just really don't want it anymore. But we decided to leave it in the new sitting area space. I threw this pretty white blanket over the top of it, you know, where you like casually toss it and it's supposed to look like it's effortless, but really you sort of just like place it perfectly. <laughs> well, that's what we have there. I got an old $5, you know, those um, like $1 bins that have now turned into the three and $5 bins at Target. Well, I got this $5 faux fur white pillow from Target forever ago. In fact, I've got another one that's right behind me in my chair that gives me a little lumbar support whenever I'm recording my podcast episodes. Five bucks. I put it on the sofa. I put this pretty blanket over it. It's that sort of cable knit looking one. That's like the real thick, chunky sweater knit looking one year round, even though that suggests like warm and cozy. Speaking of, I'm totally wearing a beanie with a big ball poof ball on the top of it because it's so stinking windy and chilly here in Southern California. I love the cozy factor and I don't care if it's summertime. I love it year round. And that's definitely something that blankets and rugs and furniture can do is give that cozy feel to a home. And once we added those things to the couch, it worked. Hey there, quick reminder that now there are four ways to get my book. If you head over to Amazon, you can search up, I've got you girlfriend, why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can now get it on the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook is finally here. So if you've been enjoying this podcast episode, I have a feeling you might love the audiobook. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller. And now back to the show. Once we decided we were going to live with the big giant blue couch that we have in our living room that we thought was going to be too big, it totally worked. And I got this new rug for it that has some grays and some whites, very neutral. It looks beautiful under there. I'm so excited we waited because that one I feel like it's just perfect. We got rid of the old rug. Now we've got one in the dining room. If you have seen my recent reels that I've been posting over the holidays, I decided literally at 1 p.m. on Christmas Eve that I was going to repaint my dining room table and chairs and bench that we had lived with and we were making it work all this time. I honestly just thought I'm done. And the kids went to bed and then they woke up not only to Christmas morning with some presents from Santa, but there was a whole new dining room set, it looks like, because I decided that I was going to prime it and paint it. And I did all of that in one night. And my sweet husband helped me move everything back so that on Christmas morning, it didn't look a mess. And I was so thrilled with it. We had lived with the chandelier that was hanging in our dining room that was 
to be quite honest, I felt like it was ridiculously placed up high. I don't know why they did that, but they cut the chain and we didn't have the option to lower it. And so it was this strange little chandelier that was like really up high, almost touching our ceiling. Very bizarre. I, I don't know what their logic was with that, but it worked for them. It didn't work for us. But because financially, we really weren't in a place that we could invest in a big, beautiful chandelier that I loved, I decided temporarily we're going to live with it. And I would walk by it. It wouldn't bother me as much as it did when we first moved in, but I did get used to it. And I thought, you know what? I need to be grateful that we have this chandelier. It lights our dining room. It's out of the way. It's neutral colors. So it's not like it doesn't match. So I felt grateful for it just being there and decided that when I was ready to make the change, I would put the chandelier up that I had always wanted. And if you go to my Instagram page, you can see the reel that I decided I was going to do whenever I wanted to at 1 p.m. start repainting everything. I had had my amazing handyman, Jeff, come and hang the new chandelier that I'd gotten just a week prior. And so we added in that final touch of the new rug that I'd found, this beautiful ombre white and gray rug. I loved it so much. It all came together beautifully. So I lived with it for a little while. And then when it just wasn't working anymore, and I felt like financially it made sense for us to make some changes, still very budget friendly. I wanted to make sure I posted about that and let you know about it. So check it out over at everything with style mom on Instagram. And you can see that transformation as well in my dining room. Now I've mentioned other rugs and I also mentioned that I have this one over here that's in my bedroom. I am currently living with it. I'm deciding if I want to keep it or not. I can always just return it to Amazon later, but I had gone through three different rugs that I got. And as soon as they arrived and I looked at them, I was like, oh no, this isn't quite the color that I had hoped for. Or, oh no, I really don't like this pattern. It feels like it looks a little different than in the photographs. And so I just decided that this time I was going to invest a little more in the rug that I really wanted. And when I brought it in my room, I was like, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure about it yet. Still, I think it's because I kept getting rugs that I wasn't super happy with. And I kept just immediately sending them back and it was wearing me down, honestly. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to live with it for a little bit. I'm going to see how I feel about it. So in a lot of my Zoom calls that I've been doing over the last couple of weeks and in a lot of my videos and uh, podcast episodes, you can see off to the side this rug that is still halfway rolled up because it's going to be an effort once we have to lift our bed and get it underneath. So right now it's currently halfway unrolled and my little bench that I have at the end of my bed is actually sitting on top of it. So stay tuned for some before and afters. I have to say I unrolled it a little bit more today and I placed the bench on top of it and I'm really loving it. So I have a feeling this rug is going to stay. So I'm really glad that I lived with it. I love a good return exchange policy. Amazon is great for that. Target is great for that. Uh, container store is great for that. 
So now it's time for us to talk about containers that you might want to try out in your space, live with a little bit in your home for a couple of weeks, maybe even with tags on and decide if it's working well for you. So I just had this awesome client that I was working with recently, and I was brought in to work on her garage, her home office. And then when she was so pleased, she decided to let me work a little bit more on her laundry room and then her pantry before the holidays. And right before we were done, she said, you know what? I love this so much. And I'm wondering if maybe we could get some similar bins in my refrigerator. So I said, sure, absolutely. Absolutely. She had been one of my monthly package clients. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to run over. I'm going to pick up some things for you at the container store. I'm going to bring them back and you test it out. You live with these over the holiday break and see what you think. If they work, great. If they don't work, let me know. We can swap them out. So I just quickly uh, measured in that space and knew which bins to look for based on some of her needs went and purchased some containers that normally would have been great. But what we found, and because I wasn't there to put them in place, I had just dropped them off to her. What we found is that there were two issues. There was a little lip that stuck out over the bin. It was like a handle that you could pull out in order to access the stuff in the back of the fridge in that container so she could get to them. Super convenient, awesome, great, wonderful. Bear that in mind. While I also tell you the other issue is that on her refrigerator shelves, there was a little frame, I'll call it a frame that went around, which is very common in a lot of refrigerators, a little frame that went around her shelf so that if you imagine sliding a bin back and forth, it might get stuck on that frame, right? So you have to sort of just slightly lift it to make sure it sits within the frame. Well, what we discovered is when I measured from the back to the front of the shelf, that extra, just honestly, like an eighth of an inch was a problem because of this frame. And what she found is that when she would push the bins back in, if she didn't push it all the way, kind of lifting it to go over that little frame toward the back, it would sit too far in the front And that lip, that little handle that curved forward on the front would get caught on the shelves in the refrigerator door. So she actually one day opened the refrigerator, that lip, that handle had caught on the refrigerator shelf door. And when she opened it up, the bin came flying out and everything fell down below and crashed. And it was a big fat mess. And Clearly, we knew those were not the bins that she was going to need to live with and test out any longer because that was a safety issue and a total pain and the fit just wasn't right. No problem. We took them back. I purchased some others that didn't have that lip on the front as a handle. It was a flush handle that had like a handle that you could still lift your hand in and pull out. And we made sure the sizing was great. The issue with this, while she lived with it, for a few days just to see if it was going to work is that she found that on this particular container, it was a little too tall. So while those other things that were an issue before, those were totally fixed. We found some bins that would work to make that not an issue. That was a pain and a frustration before. 
The problem with these bins is that they came much higher. They were not quite as shallow as the other ones that she liked before. I said, no problem. She lived with it for a couple of days. It just wasn't right. And I said, perfect. Leave all the tags on. I'll come back. I'll pick those up. We'll do an easy exchange over at Container Store. And we finally found the ones that were going to work for her, which were definitely a little bit more shallow. They didn't have the handle that was going to hook on the door and they were a little bit shorter. So they fit within that frame that was in her shelf. So I want to tell you that if you are testing some things out and it doesn't work, don't settle, but do give it a couple of days or perhaps a week because this could be a system that you're not used to yet. So do consider living with it for just a little bit of time because that might end up being the perfect solution that you really just needed to live with and get used to. If it's not, definitely make some returns or exchanges and find the thing that is right for you. The last thing I want to mention is in her pantry and in her laundry room, there were some other bins that we put in that in the past had not existed. She had had a lot of her stuff just out on shelving that was there. It was perhaps grouped together in some light categories, but it really wasn't serving her very well because number one, it didn't look aesthetically pleasing. She had a smaller, tall, skinny pantry because she had this lovely big kitchen and it just felt a little small for the space. And so we wanted to make sure we were defining that space with lots of bins that were easy to pull out outside of the pantry, grab what you needed and slide back in easily versus having to step into that teeny tiny little corner pantry, sort through all of the things that were individually out on all of the shelves. It just made it a little simpler to have some of these new systems in place where it was easier for her to grab and access the things that she wanted. So that worked really well. We found some bins at first that she liked, but then once I realized there were some other bins that I felt made a little bit more sense with the style of her home, I said, look, I know that we've put this in place, but I wonder if you might be interested in some of these. They're slightly more expensive, but I feel like they fit with the aesthetic of your home a little bit more. She loved the idea. We did a quick swap out and the sizing really worked very well. We had multiple different types. We had the hyacinth basket that matched some of her other baskets in her kitchen. We also ended up going with this really pretty white with bamboo handles. It was like a white metal basket that had these large open squares. So they look really fun and cute. And we put in a lot of her boxed and bagged items. And then she could just put little clip, chip clips on the top of them if she needed to close those up. And then in other areas, we decided to decant some of her most used snacks and some of her baking items. And that was something that she didn't have before. She didn't have things decanted in that way. So that was one of those systems that we put in place where she had to get used to it. She had to live with it for just a little bit. But what she realized is that it really was working better for her because she could see at a glance how much she had. And we didn't decant everything. That's something that you might want to consider if you are deciding to decant things where you didn't before. Take it slow. You don't have to decant every single thing all at once, because if you're not prepared to stay on top of that, it can kind of get a little frustrating or annoying because you're constantly having to take out what le was left before if you want to put some new stuff in. So start small. Start with, you know, a, a couple, maybe four 
different containers that you might want to decant some things in. If that's working well for you and you've decided I've lived with this, I know it makes a lot of sense. It's keeping my stuff fresh. I could put a chalk pen label on it. I can see what I have at a glance when I need it. And it's also aesthetically beautiful. I am going to keep the system. And perhaps that's the time that you've decided once you've lived with it, that you'd like to add a couple more into the mix. So these are some suggestions for ways that you can live with some of the things you already have and also be appreciative and grateful for some of those things that you're temporarily working with. And then making sure that you know when things are non-negotiable and you've decided these are the things that I really want to spend my time and my effort and my money on and going ahead and actually investing in those things that are going to make you so happy and serve your family best in the future. I hope that you enjoyed some of these. If you did, let me know what resonated most with you. And if there are some certain areas that you're wanting to see some of these visual examples, continue to go back time and time again to my YouTube channel, where I will definitely take some of my most downloaded episodes and we'll put them in the visual format so you can actually see them. And also there are some videos that already exist over there. So go check those out for some ideas. I hope that you are having a great start to the new year and your month of love is filled with those rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and hearts and all those lovely things while you are loving your stuff in your home and living with and being grateful for some of those other things that are temporary solutions. I will talk to you next week for some more organization motivation. Until then, happy organizing. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Happy organizing.